and Millhaven just saying, I'm Tom Becker. And I am McGraw Millhaven. <laughs> and I'm laughing because right before we start this podcast, I asked McGraw, what do you want to talk about? And McGraw said, nothing. <laughs> so, so this could be a real short podcast. <laughs> Is that wrong? <laughs> Is that wrong? I want to talk about. I here's what I want to know. Inquiring yeah. minds want to know. I read an article. I read an article this week that Gen Millennials are ruining many of the traditions that we grew up with, including cereal. They're not eating cereal the way you and I ate cereal. So I would like to know. What was your what was your go-to cereal when you were a kid that you stomped in the supermarket aisle demanding that your mother buy? Uh normally Cocoa Krispies, but every now and then I would go on a Lucky Charms rant. They're yeah. magically delicious. They are. Is Cocoa was Cocoa Crisp the one where the, the milk turned into chocolate milk? Yeah. 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 That was it, nasty. Oh man, that was that was the best. Then you would then you would uh, drink drink it from the bottom of the uh the, the bowl. Oh, it was great. My mother would, when we had the cereal, right? You'd you'd eat it, and then you'd always have a little bit of milk left over at the at the end, right? Mm-hmm. And it was kind of soggy, kind of you know that wet, sugary, warm. So you'd go and play, right? And then maybe an hour later, she'd clean up the dining room table, and she would call you in, and she'd make you drink that milk. <laughs> well, that wasn't my experience, but uh, hey. I'm a good child, warm, warm childhood memory for you. What was the last time you actually had cereal? Do you ever? I don't eat cereal anymore. Do you? So one of the reasons why I asked the question is I was in the supermarket the other day and I was like, "Ooh, cereal!" Hmm. Because I'm trying to find out. I'm trying to find food for Emerson that's good, but you know, not like Pringles. Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "I'll have the Pringles." In other words, healthy but not good. <laughs> I'll have the Pringles. She she, heck, she can have the blueberries. Um, and I was like, oh, cereal. I was like, I haven't had cereal in a long time. So I got a hankering for King Vitamin, which was my go-to. Um, but they don't. I don't think they make King Vitamin anymore, um, which is very sad. And then I was like, those damn millennials. They killed King Vitamin. <laughs> they, they killed the king. Um, and so lo and behold, um, I just started talking about cereal with people and. Uh, Frosted Flakes was a good one. Captain Crunch was solid. Oh, I hated Captain Crunch. What 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 did Captain Crunch ever do to you? It, 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 it bothered the roof of my mouth. It was just like, you know, too hard. Yeah. Well, you had to let it. You know, you had to let it soften a little bit. You yeah. had to let it, like like fine wine. You had to let the Captain Crunch breathe a little bit. <laughs> this may be, in the history of cereal, the only time that Captain Crunch has been compared to fine wine. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I love you. but uh, yeah, I haven't had cereal. I will occasionally have a bowl of cereal if I'm in a motel that has the uh, you know the the breakfast right. Yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. continental breakfast, which is often like just a bagel, a bagel and uh, a cup of yogurt, right? Right. Yeah. But if they have if they have uh, if they have cereal, I will uh, sometimes get some raisin bran. Yeah. I used to uh, well also in those like continental breakfasts, which is Hampton Inn. Um, uh, what, are you, trying, they, you're trying to get a free room or something by giving them a plug <laughs> on the podcast? Yeah, you would pour the milk in the carton, right? You'd have the carton, you, you'd open up the carton 
and you'd pour the milk in the carton, and then you'd eat the the, uh, the cereal out of the carton. <laughs> no, no one else, no one ever did that. All right. I'll no, I did that. I did that. Yeah, I'd, I'd forgotten about it for the last forty years, but no, I did that. Yeah. <laughs> I hadn't thought about it then. You know what? And as you're talking about cutting the the cup and the, the cereal stuff, right? Cutting the uh, the box to put the milk in the box. Yeah. Uh, as, you're, as you're talking about that, uh, my mind for some reason wandered to the Archie's record on the back of the box. <laughs> that you could. Oh you could, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Will you turn it into a record? Uh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Really? It's just you know what it is. We're just doing everything we can to avoid talking about the January 6th committee. <laughs> no, no, no. But we need, to, speaking of Archie, how about Thelma coming out as a lesbian? <laughs> one more thing. One more thing for Fox News to get outraged about. That You know, there, there's a new... Um, by the way, by the way, by the way, was anybody surprised that Thelma came out as a lesbian? Well, apparently, yeah, she she's been a lesbian icon for years. Yeah. Um, speaking of controversy, uh, I got um, criticized on my show this week because somebody asked me what my daughter was going to be for Halloween, and I said my sister wanted her to dress up as Kirby from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the um, elf who wanted to be a dentist, right? Okay, first of all, why would your sister want your daughter to be a Christmas elf dentist at Halloween? Well, that's at this point, I, I can't answer her neuroses. I, I have a hard time answering for my neuroses. But <laughs> I mean, just what I think the Bill Haven family can't get any weirder, you throw something like that on me. <laughs> well, because my daughter has that sort of wavy blonde hair that uh -huh. Herbie, the dentist, has. And so I said, I don't want my two-year-old daughter to be a cross-dresser. So I didn't, want her to, I didn't want her to dress as a male elf. So I decided to dress her up <laughs> as a female elf because I think you could grow up to be anything you wanted, not just a male elf. You could be a female elf. Okay, first of all, first of all, I just think it's a bad to be a dentist at Halloween. That's just yeah. wrong. <laughs> that's just wrong. Okay, male or female, right? Male or female. Then the second thing is, you don't want your daughter cross dressing. You have a right. You have a problem with her dressing like a man, but you have no problem with her being an elf. It's Halloween, dummy. Get in the spirit. I don't get Halloween anyway. So I get criticized for being insensitive because the phrase isn't cross-dresser. That's offensive to people. I don't know what the phrase was. I, they said, you don't use that word. And I was like, well, what word do you use for a man who dresses up as a woman or a woman who dresses up as a man? You mean a transvestite? Well, that's what I said, but you know, that's not accurate. You know, what, what do you call- I think uh, you mean a transvestite elf. Well, I guess you could. Um, you could, but it, what did Milton Berle do? Milton Berle dressed up as a woman. He was a cross-dresser. Milton Berle stole other people's jokes. That's what Milton Berle did. <laughs> well, that's beside the point. I mean, I, I find it offended that they were offended that I said cross-dresser. By, by the way, do you realize we've talked about, like, you know, ancient cereal they stopped making? Milton Berle. <laughs> could, could this podcast get any older uh, for the demographic? 
we can talk about Kanye West, or I called him Ye, but apparently it's Yay. Yay. Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> but I but I am hipper than that. I, I couldn't name you one Kanye West song. Oh, all I you know that is that what? Okay, I'm the same way. I wouldn't know one Kanye West song. At the same time, I know more about Kanye West than I want to know. I know right now, like he's fighting with the Jews, and the and I saw a headline where the bank canceled him. And he's not fighting. Wait, hold on. He's not fighting with the Jews. He, he said anti. Jews. He hates the Jews, or he said anti-Semitic things about the Jewish community. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so that's that's going on, and I, so I know that, and of course the whole Kardashian thing. So I know more about Kanye or Ye, uh, uh, as uh, he likes to be called, than I really care to know. And I, and I also I also don't get. How, you know, are you ever go to like TMZ? And again, this is going along. That's with too our, young for me. This is a lot going along with our old guy, our old guy motif. The website TMZ, and you see all these supposed stars and have no idea who the fuck they are. You know, it's like somebody from the Real Housewives of uh, Poughkeepsie or something is you know got got uh, accosted outside of Beverly Hills restaurant. And somehow that's a Liberty News now. I well, what was the woman from Poughkeepsie doing in Beverly Hills? And besides, we've changed the name of this podcast. This is just saying the Silver Edition. <laughs> oh God! I yeah. don't. Yeah, I don't know what to. I, all right, let's talk about oh, January. No, wait, 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 before we talk about that, just want to give a little insight to the audience here. Okay, uh, a this podcast is a day late because yesterday, short. yesterday, both McGraw and I had really crappy days. And today, day hasn't gone too bad, but uh, for me at least. But I'm just like really beat. I'm just tired. I'm just been busy all day, and you know, just yeah. So yeah. you're going to Golden Corral at four, and you'll be in bed by seven. <laughs> what you're saying? <laughs> Yesterday, you forgot to take your geritol, so you got a little tired. <laughs> That iron poor blood. Oh, God. You know what's you know what's pathetic. You, you know how old you know how old I am. I'm so old. I went to the supermarket the other day and I bought pull ups for Emerson and pull ups for me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, a single dad in his fifties, first time father in his fifties, single dad with a uh, two year old. Yes. She's should I change her diaper? She changes my diaper. The um yeah. okay, so how do how do you keep up with that? Because quite honestly, because like I used to joke in my 30s that my biological clock wasn't ticking. So I figured, okay, I'll get to be, you know, I'll be, I'll get to be older and I'll find some young woman and I'll get her, you know, kind of you know, the McGraw Millhaven way of doing things is what I had planned on doing. But then I got to be in my fifties and it's like, man, I don't have the energy or the patience for this. Uh, you know, how so, how, do you, how do you pull it off? Do you plan to get engaged and then have the fiance run out screaming? Is that how is, it, is that how you planned it? <laughs> well, twice. I wasn't. Was it quite how I planned it? Was it quite how I planned it? I. But then again, then again, I. <laughs> I I keep up with it because I take um, garlic. That's what I do. I take garlic once a day. Guess me all the energy I need. I need. I take Prevagen. You dumb shit. What do you think I do? It does bother me. It does bother me that I do. I do find myself paying attention 
paying attention to ads like Prevagen now, you know? And then I'm at the, then I'm at the, the drugstore and I'm looking for it. I'm in the odd one. Uh, what the hell am I looking for again? Jeez. <laughs> uh, okay. So we got to talk about something of some substance, I would imagine. Yes. Um, the um, the January 6th hearings. Yes. Do you think anybody really cares anymore? <sighs> today was the today was the big finale. You know, what do you think? Um. I, and I don't know if I mean I don't know if people still care. I I think you're asking the Trump haters love it. Uh, the Trump lovers, I mean, they don't care. They're just not moved by it. They don't believe it. They think it's fake. Um, you know, I mean, I I was I had it on in in the background while I was working around the house. Um, you know, I mean, it was a lot of what we knew. It was new evidence of stuff we knew. Right. I mean, it's interesting to see some of the some of the Nancy Pelosi, Mitch McConnell sort of freaking out while they're trying to figure out, you know, that they're defecating on the House floor. And our speaker of the House called it poo poo. They need to clean up the poo poo. I thought that was I was like, come on, you're speaker of the House. Really? They have to clean up the poo poo. <laughs> She's a good Catholic girl. I mean, everyone, everyone knows you call it a dookie. I mean, come on, man. Um, <laughs> uh, she dropped the news. <laughs> so I, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know why they subpoenaed Donald Trump at the end. Why didn't they subpoena him at the beginning? It's just sort of symbolic now. I mean, it's it is what it is. I think they've sort of gone as far as they can go. Um, you know, it's going to disband after the uh, Democrats lose the House. And the Justice Department, you know, is probably more interested in the documents at Mar-a-Lago than they are with him inciting a riot. Uh, I don't, I don't know that it has to be one or the other. No, but you only have you only have one shot at the king, and when you take your shot, you better you better kill him. And so I think the document case is a better, stronger case. Um. I mean, in a normal world, he should have been impeached and never be able to run again because of what he did. If you just take the, the R out of his name and if you put a D next to his name, right, Democrats would be just, or Republicans would be, you know. That's what bothers me so much about this is the R's and the D's and not the A's, you know, for America. You know, I mean, because this is about American democracy. You know, this is not about, you know, going after going after Trump. It's not about going after a Republican. It's about, you know, the rule of law and, and human decency. Yeah. You know, I no. mean, and, and I guess I guess we just got complacent uh, thinking that, you know, we were you know better than other countries, but we're not really. Well, here, you know, here's the thing that just doesn't square. You've been in your world, right? You've been inside the bubble with Secret Service once or twice. Yeah. I've been, I've been inside the bubble with Secret Service twice. You know, you have to get secure and passed and groped and, you know, there's certain things you can and can't do when you're under... You know, these guys were here... Today we found out the Secret Service was hearing about all sorts of threats and extra guns and extra, you know, bulletproof vests and, and they didn't do any 
anything. And you're like, why would the Secret Service not do anything after all, after knowing all of this? And, you know, I can't bring an extra pen with a, you know, onto a, onto a bus following the president by eight car lengths because, you know, it might be contraband or something. I mean, it's just bizarre. Well, um, I went and um, uh, heard uh, General, um, oh, uh, what, uh, Mad Dog. Um, Mad Dog Mattis. Christ yeah, Mattis. I heard, I heard him speak a couple of weeks ago. And he said there's a genuine concern that there are, you know, the um, that mindset, you know, the insurrectionist mindset isn't, isn't infiltrating our military. You know, which, you know, so the same thing can be true with the Secret Service. And if, if that's the case, you know, then, um, you know, on the same token, they got Secret Service agents that refuse to take the uh, the president to the Capitol to, to keep him safe. And you also, the other one that got me about that, and you talk about the Secret Service now, but I mean, was a hearing a couple, a couple of hearings ago when they uh, said that, uh, the Secret Service wanted to take Mike Pence somewhere and Pence wouldn't go with the Secret Service. You know, and it's yeah. like, why wouldn't you go with the Secret Service if, you know, if he did Yeah, well, no, no. The, the, his guy said, you have to go. And he said, I trust you. I don't trust anybody else. Yeah. 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 And you know what? I don't care what you say about Mike Pence. This nine, this January 6th committee taught me a few things, and that is Mike Pence is an American hero. Yes. Um, so was Liz Cheney, so was Adam Kinzinger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, Mike Pence um, stood up for the rule of law, did, you know, under under immense pressure. They were coming for him. He he. They wanted him to whisk him away from the Capitol. He said, absolutely not. I'm not going anywhere. They're not going to, they're not going to um, scare me from, from, from doing my job. Um, Mike Pence, Remember when Donald Trump refused to show up for the um, for the inauguration? It was Mike Pence who, you know, shook the hand of Joe Biden and wished him well. Yeah. We now we now find out today that he was on the phone with Nancy Pelosi and they were working uh, across party lines to do what was best for the other uh, country. Mike yeah. Pence, I don't care if, if you voted for him, didn't didn't vote for him, like him, whatever. Um, you know, I don't care. He's an Amer he's an American hero. During the impeachment, uh, the first one and uh, even to the second one, well, the second one was, you know, right, right there towards the end. But the first one, uh, you know, people were talking about, you know, that Mike Pence will be president. I didn't have a problem with Mike Pence as president. Now, do I disagree with him on social issues? Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, do I do I think it's sort of uh, uh, amusing that he calls his wife mommy and uh, won't be in a room alone with another woman? Uh Yeah. But at the same at the same time, I think the Mike Pence believes in the rule of law. Mike Pence believes in the Constitution, and uh, and I I respect him for that. And and uh, you know that that I think is the important thing. We you know we got an initiative here where they're trying to pass a voter ID, uh, to which I say you know I think we don't need voter ID. What we need is voter IQ, you know, so that the the people understand you know just how our government works and. And and not be so wrapped up in personalities and so wrapped up in uh, the uh, the parties, you know. The it's, it's, look, I know it's human nature. I'm going to go on a rant here, so you know, just hang with me for a second. 
I know it's human nature to uh, go and attach personalities to these issues. You know, like it, uh, Jimmy Kimmel years ago did a bit where he asked people what they felt about Obamacare, and they hated Obamacare. But then he asked about the Affordable Care Act and gave the provisions of the Affordable Care Act, and people liked it. You know, because the whole thing, we, we attach it to a personality, and, and so you don't like this idea because it's this person's idea. And they don't talk about the ideas themselves and the concepts themselves and the laws themselves. You know, it's all about the personalities. And I don't hate Donald Trump. I do hate the things that he's done, you know, and, and, and that's the issue you have to be looking at here, you know, and not the personality itself. So Wouldn't I work, I work with a um, financial advisor. I do a show with him on the weekends. Yeah. And oftentimes he, he tells the story and he's told the story on the air where, um, you know, somebody who's 62, 63 needs health insurance, right? And they're spending a fortune on health insurance and they're taking money out of their retirement accounts, have to pay taxes on it to, to then buy health insurance, right? So he says to them, look, don't do that, right? If you don't take the money out, you won't be taxed on it. And if you don't take the money out, you'll qualify for the Affordable Care Act subsidies. And so instead of paying $18,000 a year for health insurance, we can get that down to like 50 bucks a month for health insurance. And, you know, we can play around with the deductible, but, you know, it's, it's 50 bucks a month. And these people say, yeah, but I didn't vote for President Obama. <laughs> and he says, it doesn't... <laughs> <laughs> he says it, it it doesn't matter you 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 don't have to vote for him they don't check can, on that yeah you can you can still benefit from the policy and they said yeah but i don't i don't like obama and they're like that's okay you, the affordable care act is is still is still worth it for you it's so insane right oh, you, I mean, know, you, you do talk radio i've done talk radio and you, you know we've had those calls where <coughs> talking about you know you're talking about uh, the affordable care act or obamacare you know, talking about that. And you would have people in their 70s saying the government shouldn't be involved in health care. And then you ask them if they're on Medicare and they say yes. And then they say they like it. And then they say, but I hate Obamacare. The government shouldn't be involved in our health care. I know. You know, I mean, it's, you know, or for that matter, even with Obamacare, this is the other thing. Oh, you know, this is what pisses me off about what's going on in D.C. and what's gone on now for years. There were parts of the Affordable Care Act that, uh, everybody, everybody agreed with, you know, whether or not, you know, somebody in their 20, what was it, 27 could be on their parents' uh, health care, uh, that you could, um, the pre-existing condition thing, you know, I mean, there were, there were parts of Obamacare that people genuinely agreed on, both Republicans and Democrats, but they wouldn't work on the parts they agreed on to try to make Obamacare better. They had to go and, you know, repeal and replace, which they never did. And they had to go and just demonize the whole thing. And now, I mean, here we are in election time. You don't hear anybody talking about Obamacare. You know, you you, you don't, you know. It, it, Wait a minute. All of a sudden Wait a minute. Why? Wait a minute. They they were supposed to repeal and replace it. Why why didn't they? Oh, you saying are you saying they said one thing and did another? Uh, you may have noticed the deficit didn't shrink when the Republicans had the House, the Senate, and the White House. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Liberals. 
because well, that's we're all supposed to be working together on this, and we're not. Nobody's going to get everything they want. I mean, Reagan, Reagan said, "Give me eighty percent, and I win." You know, him and Tip O'Neill used to hang out together, going, you know, have a drink after work. You know, that's that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah, Tip O'Neill was tipsy. He was drunk all the time. You know, so are most politicians back then. We haven't really. Ha- I, I, I long for the days. I long for the days when you have senators ending up in the tidal basin with uh, some stripper. What was that guy? What was that one senator's name way back when? Um, that or or there was a. A congressman. I remember. I remember that uh, his wife wound up in Playboy. A congressman that talked about he and his wife did it on the steps of the Capitol. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah, this is going. We're going back. Going back to when you were cutting up your cigar, uh, cereal bowls and putting milk in the packages. And it's going back a few years. Well, I liked uh, Larry Craig. Remember that Larry Craig, that senator from Idaho, got busted for toe tapping in a guy's bathroom. He had the white stance. Uh, I long for those days. I long for got, those days, and not the Marjorie he, Taylor Greens, you know. He he, he got arrested uh, signaling for a for a for a in a male bathroom or something, right? I mean, right? Yeah. Wasn't that code for hey, let's get it on or something? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it was just a wide stance. That's all it was. I just had a wide stance. Yeah, I just had a wide stance, and I am toe tapping. Trying to get in Morse code to the guy in the stall next to me. But then voted against every gay marriage in the history of mankind. Oh, I know. I know. You can't, you can't make some of this shit up. I know. You know, it really, there's something wrong with this world when you and I are some of the more sane people in it. I don't know if we're sane. We're just not. We're just not as. I mean, we're just not as. We're not just hypocrites. We we know we're frauds. You know what else has got me is that I realized that even when Biden was talking about how close we are to Armageddon, it didn't really phase me anymore. It's like it's like. I went through COVID, the January 6th insurrection. I went through Y2K. I went, went down all the lists here. I was like, oh, now I have a nuclear Armageddon. Yeah. You know, throw <laughs> it at me. Yeah. I, tell me tell me something I don't know there, yeah, Mr. President. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> that's, the, that's the least of our worries. <laughs> you, you mean Vladimir? Not everybody might vaporize us. I won't have to worry about this shit anymore. But, but could you imagine? <laughs> could you imagine if there was a phone call or a story that came out that Joe Biden called um, the head of um, Ukraine and said, "Look, I'll give you missile defense to protect yourself from Russia, but first you have to investigate Ron DeSantis." <laughs> right? <laughs> could you imagine that the meltdown on Fox News tonight? But that was Donald Trump's impeachment, right? He said, I'll give you, I'll give you the arms, but you got to investigate Joe Biden for me. I wasn't even really investigate. You just gotta just gotta make him guilty. Yeah. Just right. Yeah. 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 Give me the dirt. Give me some dirt. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's basically what it what it what it what it was. And and I, I don't want to spend too much time on this, but can we talk about how despicable Alex Jones is? I know I I, I, I I know it's not even worth the the air we we breathe but shame on YouTube shame on radio stations 
Shame on anybody who let this guy spew this garbage for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. You know, his, uh, his wife is from Omaha. Oh, is that right? Yeah, his wife. So he comes to Omaha every once in a while. He was just here right after the Texas trial. He uh, he and uh, the family was uh, here staying at a, a very, very nice hotel uh, here in town. Was, uh, wasn't he getting divorced from his wife? I'm not sure the whole family. It's either the wife or the girlfriend. I'm not sure the whole. Yeah, there was. There's a divorce in there somewhere. I don't. I haven't kept in. T- I I barely kept in touch with uh, what's going on with Kanye uh, to know what Alex Jones' total personal life is. I just is, know his, that, is his wife Erica or his wife Kelly? I don't know. I just did a Google search. Anyway, she's from Omaha, and well, you, uh, yes, and and he was staying in this hotel. And there, there were some uh, patrons of the hotel who were uh, would like see him in the lobby and like just shout him down and yell and call him names, all that stuff. And the hotel got rid of the people that were calling Alex Jones' names, you know, for crossing a scene in the lobby, right? As opposed to you know, telling Alex well, Jones that he's got to go somewhere else. Well, I mean, he's who was the pastor who like protested military funerals? Who was that guy? Oh, I mean, this, uh, Fred Phelps. Yeah, yeah. This guy is oh, as yeah. insane as that guy. Oh, uh, even no, even more so, even more so. You know, I mean, the and the people that call those poor fat. I mean, not only how despicable is Alex Jones, how despicable are those uh, th- those people that followed him that that called up the family members and and. Called them crisis actors and, I mean, you know, threatened to kill them and stuff. I mean, it's just, I don't know, you know. But here's the thing, and this is what I think we all have to remember. We all have to remember, and and that is that this makes the headlines, and yeah, it's despicable, or this is it. And there are, unfortunately, too many people like this, but most people aren't. Most people are good, decent people. The court system, while it may take a long time, it's still working. You know, I mean, uh, the uh, today was a great day for democracy with the subpoenas for the president. Also, a very sad day for democracy that there had to be subpoenas for the president. You know, but well, so I don't understand. I don't understand. Still, things are still working. People are still pretty cool. And quite honestly, nobody checks to see what your political affiliation is when you go to a football stadium to watch whatever team you want to watch. You know what I mean? It's it's you know. So overall, we're okay. But just those. The people that are despicable just seem to be more despicable than in the past for some reason. Well, there you go. That is the world according to Tom Becker, ladies and gentlemen. So you you have a problem with anything I just said? Well, yeah, but we don't have enough time. We only have eternity on this podcast. <laughs> no, we only... we we can keep talking until Russia, uh, you know, <laughs> vaporizes us. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Uh, God love you. All right, is that uh, are we done? Are we done? Are we done with this? Are we done with this debacle? I, I, I'm not so sure. Should we be taking this a little bit more seriously than we do? No. Why? We I take this more seriously than I do my own radio show. On I know on I've heard your show. Yeah. Yeah. By exactly. Way, so. By the way, you can uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in mourning because the Mets didn't make it out of the first round of the playoffs. Well, hey, my uh, my. Uh, my, uh, I was going to call my Indians. Yeah, my, um, my Guardians are um, got to uh, step it up a notch against the Yankees tonight. 
Uh, yeah. Um, the, I'm rooting for the uh, Cleveland Guardians. Half their team is the Mets. Yeah, because we got rid of uh, Lindor for uh, a lot of your prospects. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, right. Well, McGraw, it's always a pleasure talking to you, my friend. Um, go and uh, go change your kids' diapers. And and you go change your diapers. I will. And uh, as a as a final word, you have the last word. Uh, Tom. Yeah. Bye bye. I was hoping for something a little, a little more poignant. That's all I got. That's all you got. It's That's been one I of them days. It's been one of those weeks. I'll talk to you, man. Late. Bye. Media Production.